Hello, my good people of all over the world, wherever you are opportune to listen to your every week elixir in preventive education. Dish of Life Extra. By your host, Dr. Samuel Ola Golden. My people, last week we discussed about carbohydrates. And we talked about what are the rules of thumb in taking this carbohydrate. We said, just for, you know, recalling that the best carbohydrate comes from things that grow out of the ground. Things that you get on top of the trees. The things you get from vegetables, fruits, seeds, and nuts. These are where you get the best carbohydrate that your body can deal with. I would say there is no one fit all for everyone. Each one will eventually get to know what type of carbohydrate fits best for each our body. So today we're talking about another part of the nutrient that we seek for in everyday food. And that is protein. Protein is the second most important part of those things that our body needs in order to be able to have energy. But it is the first thing that our body needs for building up our cells and our organs and the rest of the body. Proteins are made up of amino acids. These amino acids are the building blocks of every protein, just like glucose is part of the building blocks for the carbohydrate. Now, these amino acids that make them up, they are divided into essential and non-essential. Now, the total amino acids that are needed for our body to be able to function are 20 amino acids. Because it is out of these 20 amino acids that the proteins are being formed. But they are divided into two different parts. There are those that are essential and there are those that are non-essential. Now when we talk about the essential, they are the ones that they are so necessary without which a complete good protein can't be formed. And those ones, they are naturally not produced by the body. Whereas the non-essential ones are the ones that the body produces naturally. So the non-essential ones, they are 11 of the 20, while the essential ones are 9. Now, why should we understand this basic division? It has to do with where we are going, about how do we actually eat healthy and at the same time having these both essential and non-essential in our meals and what quantity of the protein does a man need per day so let's start from where do we get this protein because a lot of people don't even understand what the differences are the food that have the highest quality of protein they are the type of food that unfortunately we can't eat much of it because of our health. Because a lot of complete protein comes from animal products. That is from things like the beef we eat, the chicken, the eggs, and so on. All these are animal products. And they naturally have 
complete 20 amino acids that we needed especially those nine essential ones are completely in each of them but just as we said majority of what our body needs are those things that it can deal with those things that it can easily break down make use of the nutrients in them and excrete whatever is a byproduct that it doesn't need ironically majority of the animal products that we have they are so heavy and not easily broken down by our body even though we need them as very essential so when you are talking about picking even the protein as it may be then we still need to look for them from the alternative sources sources of protein not just the one that we have just talked about of animal origin and now the question is where are those proteins in those other non-animal products the truth is that our fruits our vegetables our seeds our nuts our tubers they all contain protein to a certain limit are we eight there is none of them that has the complete protein as it were the 20 different amino acids that we're talking about but when you combine them in different you know portions and in different areas of the the, the, the division you will find out that we can still make the complete 20 essential i mean 20 amino acids that we consider to be essential for building our body and for the functions of the body you know when the body loses protein or is not having enough protein you find that, that the first place you find the sign is in our muscles you find somebody losing muscle box when he, you know he or she is not taking enough protein so when you see some people saying i'm getting smaller or i'm getting lean that is one of the issue then if somebody is sick and he has lost considerable lots of weight that shows that the protein intake or the protein that is in his body has been either wasted or has not been doing what it's supposed to do so when we started from this story of you know health and ill health we talk about the contracts that we have with our body and this contract as long as we are not fulfilling our part then there's no way our body will fulfill its own part of making us healthy. That's the reason why we start talking about what are those things that the body demands from us and what are those things that we expect from the body if we fulfill those demands that it has made of us because that is the contract that we sign. So, protein is one of those things that it requires from us to be able to fulfill that you know good health that we demand from it so how do we now juggle between these animal products and of course the fruit and vegetables seeds and not that we say also contain this protein there is nothing bad in eating animal products no i just said excess of it will not be easy for the body to utilize 
So before we go into one and the other of it, let us find out how much protein do we really need per day. Because it's essential that you know that if you have this so-so quantity of protein per day, then you're covered. An average person who does not do a lot of you know athletic you know things, who does not do racing, boxing, and all these things that require muscle building, those requires only about one to two milligrams per you know per kilogram body weight a day. If your body weight is 50 kg, then all you need in a day is just 50 grams of protein. Yes, 50 grams. That's all you need. And let me give you an instance. A piece of meat, uh, depending on how you cut it anyway, because some people piece of meat is my own three or four. So, but if you take an average piece of meat, it's, it doesn't contain, you know, probably more than 10 grams. Now, imagine people who eat big chunk of meat at every sitting of their meal. You know that at the end of the day, they might be taking over 100 or even 200. And when you take excess protein to your system, it is a waste. Not just waste taking it out of your body, but waste in the fact that your body will convert it into fat and deposit it everywhere for you. So when you are one of those people who don't want to be fat, then be careful about the quantity of protein that you take. The irony is this, that if you really want to lose weight also, protein can also help you to lose weight. But that is one another day. But what we must know today is, we should try as much as possible not to go beyond the required body, you know, protein quantity. It depends of our, on our body, kilogram body weight, and once you can calculate, calculate one to two grams per kilogram body weight, you've just gotten the quantity that you need. So if you take an average adult man who is about 70 kg, so throughout the day, he doesn't need more than 70 grams of protein. Whether the protein is from the animal source or it's from the plant source. So this is the quantity that is needed per day. And the best thing to do is to divide it into those three meals that you eat in a day. Because if you eat all the 70 kg at a sitting, your body is not going to be able to absorb and utilize them. So you have to divide this, you know, your 70 or your 50 or 60 into three meals that you have per day. But your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And in that case, your body will be able to make use of them and be able to make you feel better health-wise. So, let us see, what are those proteins that contain this full, yes, I mean it, full complement of the amino acid we are talking about, which is the one that we call the essential amino acid. So, we have talked about the animal products like dairy, like, you know, eggs, beef, chicken, and so on. But then, what about the plant? Does it mean the plant does not have those of them? We actually have some complete ones. It's true. When you talk about soy, that's soy, soy, you know, seeds, they contain almost complete, you know, 20 amino acids. And if you add them to some, you know, some other things, they'll have the complete 
20, both essential and non-essential amino acids. Others are beans. Beans does not contain complete ones, but if you mix along with other food that also contain little quantity of protein, they can also complement each other to give you the required complete protein. So, what are those plants that contain these you know, uh, uh, protein in good quantity? When people are talking about the percentage of protein in fruits, please look no further than fruits like avocado pear, guava, blackberries, raspberries, peaches, something like banana also contain proteins, about 3%. Oranges contain 2% protein. And so there are many of them like that that actually contain this you know, protein in little, little quantity. So don't just look around for animal products alone that when you are looking for protein. We have even vegetables that contain, you know, proteins. And so when you eat vegetables like um, uh, uh, lentil, green pea, mushroom, spinach, sweet potato, yellow sweet corn, I hope some of you will not think that all these ones are seeds alone. They are also called vegetables. So you can also get protein from them. Even our okra, our onions, our cassava, they all contain a minimal level of protein in spite of the large quantity of the carbohydrate that they have. So that's why when you eat this uh, big carbohydrate along with well-prepared soup that contains most of these vegetables and little quantity of the animal product, you get everything that you need for your nutrition. And that is what the, the, the protein is all about. And when you, you're thinking about protein on its own, please, when you want to eat your protein, take this my advice. You want to have good protein, and you have gotten the good proteins, and you want the good proteins to come into your body, eat them first. Yes, you heard me right. Oh yes, you want to eat your tuo or your gari or your pandedium with your meat, right? Eat your meat first. Yes, a lot of people say, oh, no, 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 no. You eat the whole of the gari or the abala first, then you now put the meat on top. No, because your body will have been too busy trying to break down the carbohydrate that it will not have enough energy to totally break down that protein you are eating last. So, you want more protein in your system, eat your protein first. Don't mind any other person who says that's not the way they eat. Just do your own thing. Get out of the box for the first time, even if you have always been locked in. So, you want to get it better, eat it first. For those of you who want to lose weight, I'm going to tell you how you can use protein to lose weight in subsequent uh, program on this program because a lot of people need to be able to learn that you don't have to starve yourself in order to shed some weight. You don't need to you know, go on tablets and all sorts of things for you to lose the weight you want to lose. You can actually use good nutritious protein to help you to lose the weight. So, you can see that protein on its own, as important as it is, you cannot afford to take too much of it. Neither can you even afford to say much about it. 
is essential, is good for the building of the body, is good for the functions in the body, is good for so many things that you know we do every day. But the quantity, that is where the nugget is. You eat excess protein, you are just punishing yourself. You are not punishing yourself just by you know having your tummy become big for nothing. If you're punishing yourself by having not enough nutrients that you even need because by the time you eat excess of it, your body will learn to continue to put them in the store. And it's not in the store where it's going to be useful again. No, it's in the stores, in the stores where they won't be useful, where they will even create cloggings in your body. So remember what I say. If you must know what is the quantity of protein you must eat in a day or you must have in a day it is between one to two grams per your kilogram body weight so if you want to know it go and weigh yourself know what is your kilogram multiplied by that number and it is that gram that you need in a day because if you eat protein alone you are not even doing yourself any good because the energy derivable from it might not be enough unless you add it to the carbohydrate and when you add both the carbohydrate and the protein together you find yourself having what your body needs and the body will give you back what you deserve or what you desire from it that is a contract and that is a story of health and your health while we're expecting your call if it comes in I'm going to give you more about what and what you can be eating in order to boost your protein in a level. One of the things you can eat among the you know the seeds is almond. I don't know whether a lot of us know what is almond. Almond seed contains high level of protein. You know, this peanut, you know our normal granite, it contains a lot of protein too. If you use it, you know, you know this peanut butter I usually used to eat uh, yellow. Okay, some people don't know yellow. That is garden egg. So you, these are very complementary in your system. You eat yellow with that peanut butter. You are increasing your your the energy for the day inside yourself and you're increasing the protein content of your body. Avocado. That is a very very good you know pair for you. It contains not only just protein, it contains essential oil which our body always needs in order to do a lot of functions in our system. You know, a lot of people talked about cholesterol here, cholesterol there. No matter how bad cholesterol is, your body still needs cholesterol to function. In fact, your brain, without cholesterol, will go into a wire. So don't let people keep getting you scared about, oh, your cholesterol is high. No. If they want to tell you about your cholesterol, ask them which of the cholesterol is high. Because a lot of people will just say your cholesterol is high. You have the good ones, you have the bad ones. And the bad ones, as even a particular level, is useful for you. So don't let anybody deceive you to be putting you on drugs for cholesterol it doesn't work that way your body can easily do the right thing as long as you are not eating outside what we are telling you to do don't eat excess protein 
don't involve yourself in too much over processed food. A lot of people don't understand whether if you say too much or over processed food, you are talking about this and that. Unfortunately, we won't be able to mention one after the other of what are the over processed food. But no one thing for certain. Anything that has stayed too long in a machine, anything that has stayed too long on fire, anything that has stayed too long under any heat is already over processed. It is just as simple as that. So these are the ways that you can keep your health in check and be able to live healthy life without needing to spend so much money on buying expensive stuff. We have everything that we need. Then let me give you about fruits too. Maybe I gave you a little about fruits. But you know, the fruits that are every time here with us, a lot of them contain the same protein. Mango contain protein. The apple we eat, especially red apple. Plantain. You understand our plantain. Very, very good too. Our lemon contain protein. Sour soap. Do you drink for sour soap? This thing that is so nice that um, a lot of people use it to cause other people. Well, sour soap has a lot of function if you know it. If you go to the market and you ask for sour soap, you will see it. It contains about 5%. Protein. You see, our grapefruit contain about four percent. Coconut contain three percent. Tangerine contain about three percent. Tomato is slow, is about two percent. Watermelon is two percent. Our pepper is very low, one percent. Pears, one percent. All these things that I'm calling for you, they all contain minimal level of protein and different type of protein that when you eat them together. You find them come together, adding, you know, the protein level to one another. And you can have your daily allowance eating what you call fruit, you know, uh, salad. If, please, when you want to eat your fruit salad, don't put salad cream. That is not just necessary because the fruit is already sweet on its own. So why should you want to put salad cream on a fruit that's already put together that are yummy? But what about nuts and seeds? Walnuts. I think there are times when this thing is very common everywhere, but there are other times when you don't see it. Cashew nuts are also good. Pumpkin seeds, they contain you know, proteins. And then I've called you know, almond before. Then there's this chia seed. Chia is not our locally you know, grown seed. It's from the eastern part of the world. But some people usually bring it in here. And of course, we have flax seed. Everybody knows flax seed. All these things contain high level of protein and they are all around us here and we can make use of them and be able to, you know, build our body with protein. For people who are just waking up or coming out of illness, one of the best things they must put to their body is protein so that it can easily build up the muscles, build up the organs that they have lost due to the illness. Until I come away again, and Dr. Lagolin, your Dish of Life host, always coming every Tuesday to give you life in abundance. Till then, bye and God bless. <music>